Good morning, contact family. You guys doing good today? You tired? Did you lose an hour? We'll get it back in the fall. Don't worry. I got to smooth some stuff out of the way. We're doing something different today, and I say that a lot when I start the sermon, but I really mean it. We got this big old open area. In a minute here, I'm going to have our kids down, but not yet. Not yet. So our memory verse today is from the story of Jesus and the little children. And I thought, you know what? We could have that memory verse, and then we could send the kids off to children's worship, or maybe we could actually start understanding the idea of that story by having the kids in here today and focusing our sermon time around the kids. So that's what we're going to do today. So here's what it says in Mark chapter 10, verses 13 through 16. It says, People were bringing little children to Jesus. They wanted him to place his hands on them to bless them. But the disciples told them to stop. When Jesus saw this, he was angry. Jesus saw this, he was angry. He said to his disciples, Let the little children come to me. Don't stop them. God's kingdom belongs to people like them. What I'm about to tell you is true. Anyone who will not receive God's kingdom like a little child will never enter it. Then he took his children, the children in his arms, he placed his hands on them to bless them. Is that a good story? What do we like about that story? You like that the kids are in it? Yeah, I like that the kids are in it too. So why were the parents, who can remember, this is what we read, who can remember why were the parents bringing their kids to Jesus? He wanted to bless them? What else did it say he, what they wanted him to do? He wanted him to put his hands on them to bless them. Why do you think it was special for Jesus to touch the kids gently? To encourage them? You like getting a pat on the back sometimes? Do you like it when your parents hug you? Yeah, it's good. Sometimes it's helpful when someone can show us that they love us like that. Okay, so they brought him, but what did the disciples say? They said no. The disciples said no. These are the people who followed Jesus around, and they said no. Jesus doesn't want any kids. Oh, they thought he was too busy for kids. They thought Jesus doesn't have time for kids. Is that true? How did Jesus feel about what his disciples did? What did he say? Angry. It said Jesus was angry. Did you know Jesus got angry sometimes? Jesus got angry. Who was he angry at? The kids? No. The disciples. That's right. He was angry at the disciples. Because does Jesus have time for kids? Jesus always has time for kids. Now, who did Jesus say that God's kingdom belongs to? It kind of said children, but it said something a little different. It said it belongs to people that are like children. Did you know your parents can be like children? Did you know your grandparents can be like children? What does that mean? What do you think that means for parents to be like children? Does that mean you got to change your, your mama's diaper today? Maybe later on if some things go a different way, but not, not today, no. Does it mean that you got to mash up some peas and feed mama with a little spoon? No. Does it mean you're going to have to rock your daddy to sleep at night and put him in his crib? No. What do you think it means for parents to be like children? Open? Yeah, what, what makes you guys special? What kind of things make you guys special? That's a hard question, isn't it? You're small? Okay. That's a, there's a way that that can be the case. There's a word called humble, where you know that you need people to help you. Is that true? Do you know you need people to help you sometimes? Can you get around everywhere by yourself? You might need somebody to drive a car, and so you might ask for help. You can help people when they need help. That's true. That is very true. Open-minded. Okay. 
Open-minded. Your personality. So what, what about your personality, Sebastian, you think? Yeah, it's a good, it's a good answer. Your personality. You might, be, you might be more excited about God than a lot of adults can be sometimes. And that's a great thing, that you have a lot of joy. You know, when you guys get up and pray, you're very thankful. You ever heard one of these children's prayers? You get up here and you send a list, 30 people long, of thank you for this person, thank you for this person. And that's a great thing. It's so good to be thankful. And sometimes adults forget to be thankful. So there's all these things that you guys do that are wonderful that adults can learn from. You think that's true? You think adults can learn from you? That's what Jesus said, right? And Jesus thinks you guys are special, and Jesus loves you very much. All right, so adults. As we're talking about Jesus asking us to be like little children and saying that we won't get into the kingdom of heaven unless we become like children, we're obviously not talking about becoming childish. We're talking about having childlike qualities. Now, there's some qualities of kids that aren't as great, right? But there's some things about kids that are wonderful that we want to learn to be like. And so what I put up here is our attitude towards God. And that's really the way we're thinking about this, is the way that we behave towards God, all right? So I've got five points. We'll go through them real quick, and then we'll be done with this part, all right? So first off, kids are reliant versus being independent. Kids can't do a lot of things themselves, right? especially little kids, and they need someone to take care of them. As we get older, we start taking independence, and that's a good thing for most of us, that we become independent of our parents. But God's not the same way as our parents, right? God uses Father for us to understand him, but we always are going to need God, and we have to remember that we always need God no matter what the situation is, and that's how one of the ways we can be like kids. Um, we also find out a lot of times that we still need our parents when we get older too, right? So I guess that's true for both. Okay, second, kids are innocent versus being jaded. So when I think about this, I think about, especially in our minds, that when kids hear something, they always take it the best way they can. They take it in a way that's positive, that, that keeps things pure in the world. And God says in the Beatitudes, Jesus says in the Beatitudes, because of the pure in spirit, for they will see God. So this is something that's very important to God versus being jaded. And, you know, there's cartoons out there that, you know, they have something for kids and they have something for adults. And sometimes the things for adults are a little inappropriate at times. Well, kids don't see that, and that's, that's a good thing. Is life really better when we start seeing those things? I, don't, I would say it probably isn't. Life was better when things were more innocent. Third, kids are humble versus being prideful. When you're a kid, everybody's tall, right? You look up around you, and you're small in the world. And, and you know that you're not the most important thing in the world. As we get older, a lot of times, we start to think that we're, we're a little more special, that we did it ourselves, that we pulled ourselves up by our own bootstraps, and these other kinds of phrases. But when we're kids, we know that we need people around us to help us. And we know that we're not the most important thing in the world. And our size, like Tori said, plays us into that, that, that we, are, we are not as big. Fourth thing, joyful versus cynical. Uh, kids go through life excited, right? And that doesn't mean that kids don't get sad sometimes. But the overall perspective on the world is that anything is possible and that there are big things in the future and that there are great and wonderful things. And as we get older, someone has probably said to you like they said to me, well, that's just not the way things actually work. Or when you get older, you'll understand how things actually are. 
Well, I want to tell you, actually, God's world is limitless. And there are all kinds of possibilities and opportunities in God's kingdom that are beyond what you can even imagine and dream. And I guess I should have put up there that kids have great imaginations, which is something that God put in us and is a wonderful thing that we often lose the muscles for later on. And the last thing, we talked about this already, kids are thankful. Now you say, what are you talking about? My kid is so self-centered. Okay, so we're talking about attitudes toward God. When we have a kid up, we just said this, when they pray, what do they say? God, help me with my elbow. God, help me with getting this. God, help me with, no, it's thank you, God, for this. Thank you for my mom. Thank you for my dad. Thank you for grandma. Thank you for my dog. Thank you for my dog's buddy. Thank you for my buddy's dog's buddy. I mean, they just go on and on and on with this. But it's thanks, thanks, thanks. And the world isn't all about them because most of the time when they're thanking God for things, it's not about their things. It's about other people and those around them. And that's a really great way to look at life, right? All these different things. Uh, These are great attitudes that we can have. Isn't it great for kids to get to imagine themselves being near Jesus? Is that just something we imagine? No, it's something that's real. It's something that's real. It's something that's hard to visualize sometimes. But this is, this is the truth about us, right? The truth is that God loves us, that Jesus loves children. The truth is that Jesus loves you, whatever age child you are. If you're a six-year-old child or if you're a 65-year-old child, Jesus loves you. So what I want to ask you today as we close, as we get ready to sing, is what I need to do today, what do you need to do today to become more like God's child? Have you ever said yes to God being your father? If you haven't, today's a great day to say yes to that and to be baptized and to say, God, I want you to be my father. Maybe you're missing some joy. Maybe you're missing some thankfulness. I don't know what it is, but what can I do today to become more like God's child? That's what we want to talk about as we stand and as we sing.